Welcome to Teach Languages Online, a podcast dedicated to bringing you the best advice about your online teaching business. I'm Lindsay Williams, an online language teacher from the UK, and I'm your host. We're currently on the third week of our episode focus cycles. This episode, we're on the hidden stuff which means my recommendation is the Online Teaching Marketing Masterclass, the online course from me to you, focusing on promoting your brand online when you don't know how. Find out more at lindsaydoeslanguages.com forward slash O-T-M-M. Now, let's get into today's show. Are you already in the Teach Languages Online Facebook group? If not, then be sure to search Teach Languages Online on Facebook and request to join because that's where the topic for this episode came from. Laurie asked if I'll be talking about naming and branding your business and it seemed like a good fit for this episode. So that's what we'll discuss today. Naming your business can be a really difficult task. It's such a permanent thing and it's something that will represent you and your brand for hopefully years to come. I mean, for me, this was very much on the fly. It just happened one night we were having dinner and Ashley said, you just need something simple, a name. I don't know, Lindsay does languages, a business card. And there you go, you started. And I thought, hmm, I quite like that. Lindsay does languages. It sounded quite nice. It rolled off the tongue and it stuck. So thankfully for me, this journey of naming my business was a lot easier than I know it is for some people. For some people, this is a really tricky thing and it feels like you can't do anything else until you have this bit down. You can't do any branding, you can't create anything because you don't know what it's called. So I understand that and I get that it can be really tricky. So there's a few tips I've got for you about naming. If your name is in it, like Lindsay does languages, right? No one can copy it directly, okay? So that would mean that if your name is in your brand name, then you can't have any issues in theory. However, of course, if this name you create is then quite generic, something like Kate teaches French, you might find that there are loads of people out there. You've got Kate teaches French, you've got Tom teaches French, you've got Fred teaches French and Mary teaches French as well. And that's fine. There's no problem with that because it's your name that's different unless there's someone else else out there that is exactly Kate teaches French, then you're okay because it is unique to you. But you do want to have something that is very much associated with only you as far as possible. So for me, Lindsay does languages. If someone came out with the does in between, because that's the bit that is kind of a bit different. It's not teaches or learns or loves as some people think when they email me. It's not Lindsay loves languages. It's Lindsay does languages. Um, the does for me is a little bit unique. So if someone else were to come out and it was, for example, Mary does French or Fred does languages or Kate does Spanish or whatever, I would feel a bit like, oh, hang on, that's a bit similar. So just consider how would you feel? You know, where is your line for your name and your brand name? You know, if, if someone were to come out with something that was quite similar, where do you draw that line for similarity? Because it's something that you want to be comfortable with because, you know, it may happen. You never know. Short and sweet. 
I find is is quite better. Some kind of catchy tone to the thing, some kind of rhythm. Maybe consider alliteration as well. So I've got that with Lindsay and languages. The does in the middle kind of breaks it up. What your brand name doesn't have to do is describe every single thing that you do. That's what your tagline is for underneath. So you don't have to have your brand name being... Lindsay does language tuition and teacher coaching and there's online courses too, you know, obviously. <laughs> that's too long for a name, it's not going to work. So you want something that's kind of short and snappy, short and sweet, a bit all-encompassing. And if you're really, really stuck with a name, then your own name will do. Or even your own name plus the word tuition or teacher's language, um, the language name, I mean, will will work it'll be fine especially if it's your full name so for example bob smith tuition because that sounds quite smart it's quite simple but it's very unlikely that you'll end up in a similar thing that we were discussing where all of a sudden someone appears and they have the same name as you and you think oh hang on a minute (laughs) i built up my business with that name and now you're kind of murking the waters so a few tips there when you are naming your business but the final one i'd like to leave with is just really don't worry too much yes it's important yes you'll need a name a brand name to do all of your branding and to kind of even get a website to begin with right But you can change it down the line. You could do a huge brand shift down the line if that is needed, okay? So you want it to be forever, but if you feel like it's not a little bit down the line, no problem, you can change it. But you should pick something that you're happy with now at least. Okay, so moving on a little bit from naming to talk about branding in general. So again, I'll start with my own story and share that with you. So my initial branding for Lindsay Does Languages, I had no idea what to do in terms of color, design. I couldn't even use Photoshop. (laughs) Now I use it almost every day. And so my husband, again, at the time wasn't my husband, but so the same person who said, oh, you could call it Lindsay Does Languages, also did my whole first branding. And he knew how to use Photoshop and everything. So he created this um, logo for me, which you'll still see in the logo, my yellow logo with the little face. He drew that as like a whole body figure. And that little figure was on my poster, my business card. And it was cool because the idea was we could change the colors on the dress for different flags. So for like a French color, then Spanish colors and things like that. And there was kind of this blue sort of turquoise color going on with these kind of swirly things. Um, And it was good. I was really impressed because I could do nothing of the sort, right? Um, But the more that things went on, especially when I went online, I then was ready for a rebrand, mainly because I needed to change my website theme and update my website. And I thought, now seems as good a time as ever. So I decided then to do my rebrand. And then a little bit later, maybe sort of, A few months down the line after I got the new website updated, I then changed over all my kind of design of like my blog images and all of that. So everything was much more coherent. And it was kind of a gradual process, as you can tell. This was, you know, a couple of years of of settling into what my brand became and and still is relatively similar to, to what it was then. So again, kind of similar to the name, big important thing is not to worry too much if you don't nail it right at the beginning you know you can shift and 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 change things down the line as you go 
But what I would recommend as you're beginning to think about this in the early stages, think about two to three key colors with one dark and one light. So you have these two to three key colors and then you have like a black or a gray and a white one that you can use for kind of text on those colors. So those that dark and the light color need to match the other three that kind of either complement each other or are sort of opposites of each other, whichever way you choose to do it. You can look into um, like color therapy. There's a website. It's really cool. Coolers.co. So it's like colors, but with a double O at the beginning, <laughs> right? That's really good for getting some basic color schemes together. So you can use that to help you out. It's really fun. That's why you just click, boop, 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 click play. And also to go with those colors that you've found, two to three key fonts that you'll use. You want to make sure that at least one, preferably two of these, work on things like Canva or Google Fonts, wherever you'll be getting fonts from, especially fonts for your website. Because, you know, if you do have something like Photoshop or whatever that you're using to create the graphic side of the visual side of things, you can use on your computer and you can download fonts as long as they're free for commercial use. Um, but if you don't and you'll be using them online, you want to make sure that they're on Canva or wherever you'll be creating your graphics so that you can access them really easily. And like I say, make sure they're on uh, Google Fonts as well so you can get them onto your website nice and easily too. And remember, it's not just colors and fonts and pretty pictures. You know, there's the visual style, the visual branding of your business. There's also the text style because everything is your brand and that's what's so interesting about branding we think of it in one way or another we either think of it as being very visual or we think of it as being very textual perhaps you know maybe we do bring in the text and consider our text copy but then we forget everything else and so everything that you create everything is like your shop window your brand reflects what you offer and what you offer should be delivering your brand as well. So it's all very well encompassed if you've got a good solid brand. But really the reason I'm starting with these colors and fonts and images and visual style is that that will help you to create a brand guide which you can then use to create everything in the future. So you've got this idea there that's set in stone almost, you know, not not literally. <laughs> you know, if you do feel that things need changing, of course you can. It's up to you. But you have this as a go-to. So you're not just thinking, oh, pretty colors and changing colors and changing fonts, every single thing that you make. So everything is coherent. Everything you know, you see one of your images on Pinterest, for example, away from your own website and your own branded sort of shop window of, of your own site. And you see it on Pinterest and you recognize that it's yours. You know, someone else recognizes that that is you. And that's what you want from your brand, really. That's the key thing. Because like I say, it reflects what you offer. So if you're struggling with those, those initial stages, the colors, the fonts, all of that stuff, think about who you're appealing to as well. Think, okay, who is my ideal student? What are they into? What are they all about? And how can I attract them? And that's really how you can begin to take some kind of filtering into this process so that you can get a brand that works and that appeals to the right people. So your action point for this lesson then is to create your very own brand guide. It doesn't have to be too complicated. It can be 
some colors, some fonts, your general style, keywords and key focuses, and your profile image and bio. We'll keep it nice and simple for today. And when you've got it, share those colors and those font combinations in the Teach Languages Online Facebook group. I wanna see, I wanna see your style. Okay, you've been enjoying Teach Languages Online, the podcast for online language teachers and budding ones too, brought to you by me, Lindsay Williams of Lindsay Does Languages. If you want more from me, this episode, may I recommend the Online Teaching Marketing Masterclass, the online course from me to you, focusing on promoting your brand online when you don't know how. Find out more at lindsaydoeslanguages.com forward slash O-T-M-M. And remember, every fourth week, I'll be answering your questions right here on the show. So get in touch. You can email me at lindsay, that's L-I-N-D-S-A-Y at doeslanguages.com. That's lindsay at doeslanguages.com. And you never know, it might just be your question I answered this month. You can find everything you need from this show over at lindsaydoeslanguages.com forward slash teach languages online. And that's it from me this week. And I'll leave you with a little nugget of inspiration about branding. This one is from Jeff Bezos, founder and CEO of Amazon. Your brand is what other people say about you when you're not in the room. I love that. Have a great week and share this episode with a friend you know will love it too. I'll be back next week, same time, same place. Bye.